Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne and will all the nations will be assembled before him. And he will separate them from one another as shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when do we see you hungry and feed you and thirsty and give you drink? When do we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least of my brothers of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, you gave me no food. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, When did we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or naked or ill or in prison and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of the least of ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off for eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. So today we celebrate the celebrity of Christ the King. And I think it's helpful if we put this in some context of where we're at liturgically in the liturgical year and really what the message is in the gospel, which Jesus is saying to us with great care but great insistence. And I want to share a couple of examples that I think that I've experienced in my life, this message that Jesus has been preaching to us. So the question becomes this. You know, the the Pharisees in Matthew 22 ask, Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? And it was a set-up question where they were trying to stump him, trick him. Jesus answers, love God with all your might, with all your heart, with all your soul. It's the greatest commandment, love God. But he immediately said, but the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. And I believe that's important for us to appreciate as it relates to the gospel, to love God and to love neighbor. And oftentimes this is referred to as a double commandment, but most important. 
And that's what, that's what Jesus is saying to us today. But there's something else that we need to appreciate. So we are now the last Sunday of the liturgical year. And next week we start Advent. But what's happening in the gospel is Jesus is at the very end of his public ministry. He's about to prepare for the final discourse, which we hear in John's gospel. But his public ministry is coming to an end. And he's saying to the disciples, this is what you need to do in your life, is to see Christ in others. And sometimes we have to work at finding Christ in others. So the experience I want to share with you is this. I have the, the utmost privilege every day through I'm in ministry, through our volunteers, our staff, our benefactors, and many of you at St. Basil Parish who have supported IMS ministry for many, many years through your donations of furniture and so on. And what I've learned is this. In the course of the work that we do in serving those that Jesus speaks to in the gospel, the naked, the prisoned, the addicted, those who are unsheltered, those who have food insecurity, those who have been forgotten, they teach me every day how to see Jesus in others. And for years I used to say, one side of the street are people who live in these very, very difficult conditions. How do they get out of bed and take the first step every day? And then I came to the realization, it's the presence of God. But then years later, I started to realize there's another side of the street. And the other side of the street are those who give generously, who give continuously to help people on the other side. And so my street stories have always been there's two sides of the street. But in the center of the street is the presence of God and Jesus Christ to helping all of us see Christ in others. And I think that's what this message is all about in the gospel, at least in my life, that's what I believe deeply. And so the other example I will share with you, a number of years ago, we're putting a bed in an apartment downtown at 22nd and Central. And we have a bunch of volunteers there. And I'm at a distance, and I'm looking down the hallway, and I see them taking the bed into an apartment, which is where it was supposed to go. And minutes later, it's going out of the apartment across the hall. I'm thinking, what's going on here? I walk down, walk into the apartment, and here's this gentleman, empty, nothing but an air mattress. I said, that bed was for you. He said, I understand. But I'm giving the bed to the woman across the hall who has less than I do. I looked at him, I said, that's very thoughtful and very caring. He looked at me and he says, but isn't that what the good book tells us? That man had the ability to see Christ in someone else and to be able to reach out when he had nothing and to give to someone who is in great need. He saw Christ in that woman. And so what Jesus is saying to us is that we hear these corporal mercies and we hear of seven of the six of the seven, and we hear about the hungry, we hear about all of the folks that are struggling in great difficulty. And what Jesus is saying there, as he's ending his public ministry, he's saying to his apostles, this is important. See, I think in sacred scripture, it's the who, what, where, when, and why. And timing is very, very important. You know, at the very end of life, we have a tendency of being very direct and very forceful 
But at the end of public ministry, Jesus was just as direct and just as specific in saying, this is what you need to do. And notice, Jesus doesn't use the parable. He uses great clarity and says, I need you to do this. He is insistent that this is what they should do to fulfill the ministry of Christ and to be Christ-like and to find Christ in others. And not just the person where everything is great or it's beneficial for me to find Christ in someone else. Find Christ in that person where you expect nothing in return. And I know in my life, sometimes people have to work really hard to find Christ in me. It's not easy. But Jesus is saying, I need you. I depend on you. I count on you. One of my dear friends, a wonderful priest in the Diocese of Cleveland, a phenomenal spiritual director who spent 40 years, it's 36th and Central in the inner city, Father Jim O'Donnell. What he taught me is he said, it's to see Christ in others, but to be present to be present to others. And I think that's the gift that Jesus is saying to us. As we see Christ in others, as we work towards finding Christ in others when it may not be as apparent, to be present. And that's the message that I've experienced in my life where people who Jesus identifies in the gospel, the thirsty, the naked, those who are in prison, those who suffer from domestic violence, those who have been abused, those who suffer from addiction, they see Christ in me. They see Christ in others and what they've done over the years, they've taught me to see Christ, to see Christ in others. And so as we think about this and as we prepare for Advent, maybe the Advent message for us this year taking what Jesus said to us in the gospel and to understand and appreciate the double commandment. Give it all up for God. Trust in God and give it all up for God, but also for your neighbor. Treat them as you would like to be treated or treat them as you would treat yourself. That as we journey into Advent these next several weeks is to be able to reach out to that person that hasn't had a phone call, hasn't had an email, hasn't had a text message, and just to call to say, I am thinking of you. And to be able to think about the people in your life, as we reflect on Advent, where people who've been truly Christ-like that we've taken for granted, or we've never thought about it. And it's to be able, as we celebrate and prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus this Christmas season, is to appreciate the gift of being Christ-like and to appreciate the life of Christ. As we celebrate his birth, we should be thinking of celebrating life of Christ and to be able to say, Jesus, thank you for calling upon me to be like you and to see Christ in others. And my friends, what we know in the past several weeks, the gospel message has been pretty consistent. It's about judgment and it's about what we do with our time, our talent, and our treasures and how we use the gifts that God has given to us in serving others. That's how we will be judged, and that's what we heard in sacred scripture the last two weeks, and that's what we hear today in Matthew's gospel as he concludes, Jesus concludes his final public ministry. And if we do that, I think on that day of judgment, Jesus says to us, 
Well done, my faithful servant. You had the ability to see Christ in others. And because of the way you conducted your life, many, many saw Christ in you. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.